But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we've got David the Man of God Harris here. And now he's going to give us your AFC West preview. Go ahead, David. Yeah, sorry for the worst to first as we always go. Yes, you have the worst to first. Worst to first, and I think holding up the rear will be the Denver Broncos. You think the Broncos? I, I think the Broncos are going to be the worst in the division. Okay. And I think it, it's because we're still – the question is still the quarterback. Like, I understand Teddy Bridgewater won the job over Drew Locke, which we're just going to be honest. Did, did anyone really think of Drew Locke as a kind of a career starting quarterback? I think he's, he could be a solid backup, but he's shown in glimpses even – even though he's had a young career, I just don't think that he has enough to really be a starting caliber quarterback. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater has shown, even before his injury and, and the limited times that we've seen him be a starting quarterback after his injury, like he he could take some leaps and bounds. Obviously, last year was just a train wreck. I mean, we all know and remember that game against the Saints where it was like, if you could throw a pass anywhere in the stadium, you could be the quarterback for the day. But looking offensively, you're still relying on an older Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he's on his last little bit of legs as a running back. You have still a decent minus kind of wide receiver core. They're really young. Part of that is probably because there's been inconsistent quarterback play. Decent tight end as a safety valve and Noah Fon. But then it's still a lot of kind of questions. Look at the defensive side of the ball. They're really young in some of those areas where you need to be kind of dynamic, especially within this division and the other quarterbacks that you're going to be facing. I just don't trust this secondary to really make interceptions, get a lot of pass breakups. I don't trust the front seven to really get enough pressure on the quarterback to really help this team. So I think it's going to be not a rebuild year, but it's going to, it's going to be a tough year for if you're a Broncos fan. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Okay, get going. All right. Right above them will be 
the formerly San Diego Superchargers, now based in L.A. I understand that there's a lot of hype of Justin Herbert. Oh, you know, the next great white quarterback. He is. He's all right. But there there are a lot of situations and circumstances where the Chargers were in like one possession late games, and part. I mean, people railed on Anthony Lynn. We could play back the tapes all last year, winners and losers, where it's like, come on, Chargers, just just win the game. Just, just, just help us out here. And I think he's yes, he's going to get better, but they lost so much, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. And I think, yes, you're going to be able to rebuild. Obviously, you have to account for injuries. But I think Melvin Ingram is going to be a huge loss for this Chargers past, like this past defense. And the way he was able to get pressure, stifle the quarterback, give the opportunity for the Chargers to make plays in the secondary. I think that sometimes gets overlooked, and I think that it's, it's not going to be a rebuilding year in the sense of the Denver Broncos, but I do think that they're going to take a step back. Now that more teams have seen Justin Herbert, I think he's going to he's going to get better, but this is going to be the always second-year pain, and I think there will be. Looking at the running back situation, or can – Osnackler stay healthy for a full 17. We don't know. Wide receiver core. I mean, outside of Keenan Allen, who's, who's going to be reliable? Because you lost Hunter Henry. So there's, there's still a lot of questions all surrounding injury with this LA Chargers team. I think it's going to be, it's not going to be a bad year, but it's not going to be the kind of year that everyone is anticipating with them getting the double digits. I just don't see that happening. Okay, keep going. In second place, sorry, it's not going to be Kansas City because I'm I'm not that ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the Los, I the was Los wondering. Los, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Okay, go ahead. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders at second, <laughs> and honest and honestly, this depends on which Derek Carr are we going to see. Defensively, we know that they're going to have moments where they they stumble. Um, they lost, they upgraded their secondary, but not by much. They upgrade in the front seven, but it's still going to be a lot of questions answered on that side of the ball. Offensively, you have the second-best tight end in the league in Darren Waller. You have a decent running game, decent receiving core with a lot of speed. The, the question is, again, which bleeping Derek Carr are we going to see? Because when he plays great, and he's like actually living up to kind of his potential, he's a top 15 quarterback in this league. But then there are moments where he gets inside of his own head. There are moments where he struggles and stumbles and makes careless mistakes. And then we see, okay, bring in a Marcus Mariota. Let him be a starting quarterback for a couple games. Bring in, you know, so can we trust Derek Carr for a full 17? I don't know the answer to that. I would say John no. Gruden doesn't. I'd yeah, say John no. Gruden doesn't know the answer to it. But he's John is so hell bent on making sure Derek Carr is the guy. He's doing anything he can because this is another prove it kind of year. 
And it's crazy to think that it's because he's been in the league so long that now he has to continue to prove it. But he keeps showing us year after year that we have to keep asking, okay, are you going to are you going to do it this year? Are you going? To, is this going to be your year that you finally get it all together for the entire season? I don't think so, and that's that's crazy to think about. Yeah, that that is. I well, at least Las Vegas is up to second. I mean, years last last few years, it's been kind of like third or fourth in the division. Um, just a question: How do you have you felt? How has Chucky really had a great progress of bringing this team around? I mean, it started off rocky, especially trading Khalil Mack, which thankfully for the Bears he did that because I'm a Bears fan. But uh, other than that, though, I mean, for a while there, there was no guidance, especially they were dealing with leaving Oakland and everything like that. It starts off from the top. But now that they're kind of settled into Vegas and have a new uh, arena and everything, um, it looks like uh, it's, it's kind of coming together for them. Yeah, and I, and I think kind of, kind of if I were to evaluate, I think he's doing like a passing job. I don't want to say he's been an A-plus kind of head coach just because kind of returning from the booth to the sideline, all the adjustments, and then having to deal with the move to Las Vegas. I think he's doing relatively well. I think that this year... I could see the Raiders making a push for the playoffs. I mean, granted, now it's seven teams, so, I mean, basically if you're over 500, you have a legitimate shot of being in the playoffs. But I could see them, and we'll get to the record, I could see them being in one of those wild card spots because defensively they can, they can figure it out enough defensively and offensively to where even if Derek Carr has those moments that I know he's going to have where he just screws it up, it's not going to affect them that much. I think that outside of losing twice to Kansas City, and even that's not even a given because the Raiders and Chiefs always play each other tough, I could see them having at least four wins in the division, which is going to help them significantly when it comes to those tiebreakers and all the 19,000 other things that you have to do to determine who goes into the playoffs. Okay, keep going. And then, of course, I mean, Kansas City's the head, leaps and bounds, the best team in the division. Not even close. Patrick Mahomes is just going to get better. I think it's not, they're not going to be as dynamic because of some of their offensive line issues and some of the changes that happened on the offensive line. So I think some of that continuity is going to affect them and it's going to probably take them a good two or three weeks to really solidify those in true game time. But I think defensively, they're going to improve. Obviously, offensively, there's nowhere to go but up. And again, like I said, when we did the AFC East, it's between Kansas City and Buffalo has to have or has to determine who's going to be the overall seed in the AFC. Hmm. Okay. Wow, that's that's pretty good for that AFC, uh, uh, David. So, basically, you got the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos. Yep. And do the Chiefs 
win the Super Bowl? No. No? Why not? Because I don't think the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think, especially, and just spoiler alert, I think the AFC runs through Buffalo, and I just don't know if that high-powered offense can do it when it's 30 degrees out. It's like playing at home in Kansas City in January is a lot different than playing on the road in Buffalo, which is another hostile environment. I, I think Buffalo beats Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Not to say that Kansas City won't have a great season. Not to say that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to do Patrick Mahomes things. I just think that this year it's going to be a lot tougher because it's another year, another opportunity, a potential for injuries, for something freak accident to happen. Does Patrick Mahomes have you know take a tiny step back statistically this season? We don't know. Do they lose Edward Hilaire? Does Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey have to miss some time? Like, there are just so many factors. And I think all of that would contribute to that they could they could drop a game or two that we all expect them to win, that it could be our lock of the week, and it's like, oh. And then that comes back to hurt them come playoff time. So it'll be an interesting football season, huh, with the AFC West. Yeah, the, the AFC, I don't want to say it's going to be as as crazy as the NFC just because there's so much parity within the NFC and the AFC. You kind of know who. The, you can kind of pencil in or really pen in at least four of the seven playoff teams off automatically. Like, we know Kansas City is going to be there. We know Buffalo is going to be there. We know Baltimore and Pittsburgh are going to, going to be there. Can we guarantee Tennessee is going to be there? Yeah, no, no one knows what the AFC South. But you can kind of – it's a lot easier to say that on the AFC side than the NFC. And I think that adds to some of the fun because now it's about positioning. Who's going to be where? Who's going to end up where some of those matchups? Yeah, it will be. Well, like you said, you think Buffalo is going to go through the AFC and uh, basically, but the Chiefs are still going to win the West. So it's basically the division. So you're probably thinking Buffalo and Kansas City in the AFC championship. Yeah. Okay. That, make, that, that, and, that makes sense. And dear Lord, if those mafia get an AFC championship, what? like they, they might like, the entire state police might just have to go to Orchard Park just to corral the entire. The west side of the state might just uproar. I think they got four more years there, unless they, they they're not signing the lease unless they get a you know a basically a publicly funded stadium. But the Buffalo Bills, if they do win the AFC Championship or get there, that's not the least of their worries. They need to be winning a championship because we do remember they lost four straight Super Bowls. Yep, and they. Is 2021-2022 the year that they break the curse? Well, 30 years. That's when they uh, played. Actually, well, obviously, this would have been 30 years since they played New York and Tampa in Super Bowl 25. Uh, Will they be able to beat 
and win the Super Bowl after getting beat by the Washington Redskins in 91, 92 season, technically, the 92 Super Bowl. That'll that'll be that'll be the interesting point. Yeah, but spoiler alert, Washington, you're not getting to the Super Bowl this year. Well, Sorry, yeah. so there's, there's still going to be no Bills-Washington football team rematch this year. Sorry. And also, Thurman Thomas won't forget his football helmet at the first play of the game either. <laughs> hey, that did happen in Super Bowl 26. So, David, what you got planned for this weekend, man? Great stuff on the AFC West. Uh, yeah, college, college football is in full swing, and then next – Technically, it starts on Thursday, but really no one cares about the NFL kickoffs, the no. ceremony or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, football football's back. Yeah, we'd start making the NFL pick em on WXUT's 88.3s after further review. Well, David, enjoy the weather and enjoy your Labor Day weekend, my man. All right, you too. That was David, the man of God here. Frank Vashner had to leave a little early. Had some stuff to do. He won't be here next week as he's got to uh, go up to Pontiac, as he mentioned, to do a wedding. But that was David the Man of God Harris's previews on the AFC West. Uh, we should be back here next week once again, same time, same place, here on 88.3 WXUT. Like I said, make, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes if you missed the show. And we also have a Facebook page and Twitter page, AFR uh, Review, actually. everything or It's AFR Sports Review. On Twitter and after further sports review on Facebook with the picture of Frank Vashner and the horse's head. Once again, thanks for always listening to us. For David and Frank Vashner, I'm Derek Lawson. We'll see you when you see you. Peace. We're out. Have a good weekend.